Hey friend, today we're talking posture. Are you one of the few who thinks they have amazing posture? Or maybe you're one of the many who knows they have terrible posture and they need to work, work on it. But why do we even care about posture? And does this impact our pelvic floor? The answer is yes. And inside today's episode, we're gonna dive into why posture is so important in terms of your pelvic floor function, but also just in terms of managing that intra-abdominal pressure and reducing tension in our bodies, in our back, in our pelvic floor, in our upper back. All of these spaces can create pain because of our posture. But if we aren't aligning our body when we go to lift heavy things, push heavy things, do all of the crazy demands that we're expected to do in our day-to-day life, if we're not aware of our posture, we may be placing excessive forces in our bodies every single day, all the time, causing dysfunction, causing pain. So by simply changing and adjusting your posture, you can change the way your core shows up for you and make a big impact on your pelvic floor, core, back, neck symptoms. So if that resonates with you at all, stay tuned. I got a lot of good stuff for you in today's episode. Hey, I'm your host, Dr. Desiree Cassell. I'm an orthopedic and pelvic floor physical therapist specializing in women's health, aka pelvic floor. I'm a wife, mom of three, foodie, lover of all things movement in nature, and I'm super passionate about educating, empowering, and supporting other women like you to find and maintain balance throughout all aspects of their lives without pain, pressure, or peeing their pants. And this is the Balanced Momtality Podcast where we will talk about all things pelvic floor, your core, and optimizing your pregnancy, birth, and postpartum recovery, providing you with the knowledge and tools so that you can feel like the strong, playful, and happy mom that you and your family deserve. Now let's get you out of those pads and back to loving movement. Fill up your water, pop in those AirPods, roll out your mat, and let's connect. Before we start today's episode, just a quick disclaimer that anything mentioned in this podcast is not meant to treat or diagnose any medical conditions. If you have any questions or concerns about your healthcare needs, please seek the care of your medical provider. This is also a safe space where we will be talking about very sensitive but important topics, such as issues with peeing and pooping, relationships, and even sex. So if you have littles around, probably a good idea to pop those AirPods in. But otherwise, I hope you enjoy today's episode. Okay, so posture is something that I know we are all aware of to some extent. Either we know we have really good posture, more likely we're aware we have terrible posture and that we probably need to work on it. But what is bad posture and why do we care? Why do we want good posture? Well, in today's episode, we're going to go over some of these basics and how posture impacts your pelvic floor and a couple strategies you can use to improve your posture. So let's dive right in. Um, Bad posture. So what is that? Standing or sitting, it can look different. However, we can tend to kind of visualize that typical slouched 
trunk, rounded forward shoulders, forward head. Maybe we're exhausted at the end of the day and we've just sunk into our body and we're really slouched forward. This can, again, look similar in standing, just kind of slouched and hanging forward on those shoulders. And we don't have that upright, strong trunk. We're just hanging on our ligaments. But in standing, we can have a few postures that aren't ideal for our body, especially for our core and pelvic floor function. And what I mean by this is that, I guess, let's first talk about the alignment of the pelvic girdle in terms of the rib cage. So if you haven't checked out Pelvic Floor 101, please go check it out. It'll give you another idea as to why that alignment and position is so important for the core, but we'll touch on it here because if we think about that pelvic girdle as a cylinder, and then we think about that rib cage up above as another cylinder, we can visualize these two cylinders stacked on top of each other, and the core muscles, that core system, are what connect these cylinders. And so if our posture is not putting those cylinders in an optimal alignment for them to function, for those muscles to function properly, and for your core to manage pressure properly, then you're going to be automatically putting yourself in a disservice, in a position where you can cause more risk for dysfunction or injury or pain. A lot of people will have pain just from their posture being slouched all day and hanging on those joints. And so we also want to just take away that risk of pain and also reducing the risk of causing any other dysfunction like leaking or diastasis recti bulging through the abdomen, pelvic organ prolapse, putting pressure down on those pelvic organs. So that alignment between that pelvic girdle and the rib cage is very important. And so in a poor posture, what this alignment might look like is if you kind of visualize and maybe you can relate to this posture yourself, and I'd love for you to hop over to my Facebook group, even if you're not on Facebook, join this group, The Balanced Momtality Wellness and Support, because this is where we're going to dive in deeper to all of these topics and just chat more about our own experiences and throw around some tips to help. Um, But we'll give you a little bit here in this episode. And imagine that mom standing at the playground, holding a baby, the baby's kind of fussy, so she's bouncing that baby. You can probably imagine that mom is kind of hanging into her hips Her upper body might be leaning back a little bit and she's just bouncing. She's really trying to get that baby to calm down. Her hips are just really slung forward. And and typically the upper body, that rib cage is actually flexed down and it's flared down. Now, I like to also think of the rib cage as a bell because we use terms like rung up or rung down. And so in this posture that I am uh, describing now, 
that rib cage is rung down. So those shoulders tend to be a little flexed, the trunk is a little flexed, and that pelvic girdle tends to be in a posterior tilt. So it looks like they're tucking their tail, their butt might be clenched, those muscles might be tight and clenched, trying to hold that posture so that we can just bounce baby. Now, this posture is really, really bad for our pelvic floor and our core and a bunch of other things um, up and down the chain. But when we're talking about the pelvic floor and core, and again, they are the same thing, guys. The pelvic floor is part of that core system. Again, pelvic floor 101 if you haven't checked it out. Anyways, with that pelvic girdle being tucked in a posterior tilt, this does a few things that are not good for the pelvic floor. One, it shuts off the glutes. So either those glutes are fully clenched, so they're also somewhat shut off because they can't function or really move you through range of motion and hold stability, or they're just not turned on at all because you're hanging on those joints in the hips and the glutes don't feel like they really have to help you support anything because you're hanging on the ligaments in the hip itself. Now with that, the other bad thing that this posterior tilt can cause in the pelvic floor is the fact that you are hanging on those hips, it actually shoves the femur forward in the hip socket. So your femur is hanging into the ligaments in the front of the hip socket, and that's not good for the front of the hip joint, but it's also pulling on all of the external deep hip rotators that are connected some deep into the pelvic floor, and it's yanking on them, and they don't like that. So they tend to tighten up and create trigger points trying to resist this tension, and this can cause a lot of tightness and dysfunction and issues in the pelvic floor. Issues with the pelvic floor turning on, issues with it fully contracting and relaxing because of tight tone in the pelvic floor. And so again, this is just why that posterior tilt part is bad for the pelvic floor. But then when we think about the rib cage also being in that rung down position, if you just sit there with me now and slouch and kind of put that rib cage in a rung down flexed position, you probably feel pressure increase in your core and probably increase down on the pelvic floor. You may even notice your belly bulges out a little bit when you do this. And that's because that's the response of the increase in pressure that this posture causes into the pelvic floor. So that in itself should be enough for you to be like, oh, shoot, I need to be aware of how my rib cage is sitting in relation to my pelvic girdle, because we want to, again, make sure that we are distributing those forces equally within the core system. And on the other side of this um, posture, in standing or sitting, but you can probably visualize this really well in standing, is the opposite end, where instead of having that tucked tailbone and flexed rounded shoulders, we actually have that mom that's got a super lordotic curve in their back. Their tailbone looks like it's sticking out, like they're sticking their butt out. They've got a big arch in their back. Maybe their upper back is upright, but you can even still have a little slouch with this posture. However, you also may notice the rib cage, instead of being kind of rung down, is now rung up. And this is when some people think, oh, posture, I need to sit upright, sit up tall, and they 
get up tall, but they wring that rib cage out and they stick their chest out. And this, again, isn't ideal for our core. Now, in this posture, the reason that this posture isn't good for our core is because if you imagine that tailbone and pelvis in that anterior tilt, so they're sticking their butt back, sticking their butt out, and their rib cage is rung up, what is tight in this posture? Their back. And I guarantee you, if this is your typical posture, this is my typical posture. So especially if you kind of identify as being very hypermobile and loosey-goosey, you probably fall into this posture. And you're just hanging on your back in this posture. And what it does is, yeah, your back muscles are super duper tight. And it actually stretches out the abdominals in the front of your body. And it and you probably notice you're kind of spilling out the front. That and that pelvis is tilted forward, so things are just kind of spilling out. And so, yeah, we're getting a stretch through the abdominal cavity, and those muscles, because they're being stretched out, aren't going to be able to turn on and function very well for you in terms of creating strength and stability. And then when we go to do anything that would increase pressure into this system, you've now got an inactive abdominal wall while also increasing pressure. So it's probably going to go into that abdominal wall or maybe into the pelvic floor. Now, even with that anterior tilt, we're getting an increase in pressure down into that anterior part of our pelvis and that pelvic floor right onto the bladder, right onto the uterus. So if you have a prolapse, we don't want this. This is going to increase pressure in this space. Now you have to adjust and listen to your body. So the biggest thing, and we'll go into more tips on what you can do later, but I want you to just observe these different postures. Move through both of these postures with your pelvis and with your rib cage all the way through your spine. Go through both end ranges of being fully flexed and fully extended. And I want you to observe what you feel because if you do feel more pressure especially down on the pelvic floor in any alignment or position then it's not the alignment for you even if I'm saying hypothetically you will feel more pressure in this position and less posture less pressure in this position but you go try it and you're like that's not what I feel I feel more pressure in the position you said I wouldn't. Then that's how your body is positioned and you need to listen and honor your body because we want to be aware of what in our body increases pressure. So again, being in that anterior tilt, rib cage flared up, this makes the abdominal wall very inactive. I thought I had a weak well, I did have a weak core my whole life, but it was mostly because I wasn't aware of this posture. So my abs had a super hard time engaging whenever I did abdominal core work because they weren't turning on very well. And I had a bunch of other muscles compensating. So changing your posture and alignment can really change the also effectiveness of your exercises and just your day-to-day movement, taking pressure off of systems that maybe all day we're getting a little bit of extra pressure just based on your posture. Um, And so with that, another bad thing, um, another thing that kind of indicates a bad posture is really just any posture that's been held for a long period of time. 
So obviously sitting for long periods of time, we know that's not good. But even standing in the same posture for a really long time isn't good either because our body likes movement. And so with that, what is a good posture? And in general, we just like to say the next posture is the best posture. And that's just to really emphasize movement. Do not stay in one posture for too long. But if you are active and moving and exercising and lifting things, picking up babies, pushing heavy strollers and heavy carts, carrying heavy laundry baskets and all of the effort and things that are required in our day to day, I do want you to really pay attention to that stack and alignment of your pelvic girdle and your rib cage. Because if you try and stack those cylinders directly on top of each other, I promise you, you will feel more core engagement more core and pelvic stability and an ability to move through with less pressure and more strength. And so with that, again, a good posture and a good active posture is trying to find that neutral pelvis. And if you don't know what a neutral pelvic alignment is, move your pelvis through all range of motion. Tuck that pelvis all the way into a posterior pelvic tilt where you're tucking your tail and then arch your pelvis all the way through into that anterior tilt where you feel like you're sticking out your butt. And then try and find that in between, that happy space. Our joints love to be in neutral. When we have pain, it's typically because our joints are hanging or stuck in an end range position. And so just finding that neutral position in your pelvis can be a game changer. Because if you're going for walks and you're having back pain towards the end of that walk, or you're holding babies, but you just, it's, it hurts. Be aware, you may be arching your back or tucking your tail, and you're just not getting the strength and support and causing too much tension and pressure in your system. So by simply adjusting that pelvic alignment and adjusting the rib cage alignment and trying to find that stack directly on top of each other, you might even feel your abdominals automatically turn on because now they can talk better to each other. Those muscle fibers are aligned in a better position to work for you. And this is just really going to change how your pressure is handled when you do go to lift those heavy things, pick up those heavy kids, push the heavy carts, all the things. So just being aware of the posture can make a huge difference in your symptoms, both pain, leaking, pelvic pressure, prolapse, all of it. So again, posture is amazing and we want to stay moving. Movement is the best thing for us. But what happens if we are in a desk job all day or we're standing and talking for long periods of time? Finding movement, so those pelvic tilts we talked about, you can do pelvic tilts in any position. You can do them in sitting. You can do them in standing. And that brings gentle movement to the back and to the pelvis itself. And so using tools like that, gentle movement, if you have to be stuck in a posture for too long, just get some pelvic tilts in and breath work because that breath work will gently mobilize the spinal segments, mobilize the muscles so that you're getting some movement through those tissues, even if you have to stand still for a long period of time. But 
That's it for today. I just want you to start observing your posture, observe your tension, and observe maybe what's hard and what posture is difficult. And if you, again, have any questions or want to follow up and let me know what posture you're stuck in and how the heck do I get out of this posture, come on over to the Facebook group, The Balanced Mentality Wellness and Support, and let me know because we will dive a lot more into this in the group and give you a lot more tips. And I'm sure I'll have plenty more episodes on posture, but I just want you to start thinking about it. Think about what your rib cage and pelvis are aligned in when you're moving throughout the day, but especially when you're having pain, check into that posture because maybe you are in one of those end ranges and you need to adjust it a little bit. But I hope you enjoyed today's episode and I hope that you stick around for next week's Balanced Momtality podcast. Well, that's it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. And I want to thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy day. I know you've got so many other important things going on, but I hope it was helpful and you leave here with some tools to help you in your healing journey. And I just want to ask you if you have found this helpful to please leave a review on iTunes. Scroll down to the bottom of my podcast page and leave that five-star review so it can help other women see this information. And also, if you want to be a part of my community of amazing women trying to balance all the things, great tips and insight and sharing stories and just motivating each other along the way, feel free to join my Facebook group, The Balanced Mentality Wellness and Support. I hope to see you here next time on The Balanced Mentality Podcast.